that the biggest thing that COVID has taught me is that you absolutely need to connect with people. People are hermiting and it's a problem. It's a real problem. People are diseased-ridden uh, puss bags. That's what I've learned. <laughs> I don't need nobody. Let me tell you about the two baddest cats in town. They're here to talk about random shit, shit floating around. So grab yourself a drink, baby, if you please. Just shoot the breeze with chafe and Well, chim chim chiru and a ho um do welcome to another rousing, riveting, rip roaring, rip torn, rip van winkle. Wow! Of an episode of shooting the breeze with Chafe and Cheese. I'm Chafe. I'm Cheese. And we're shooting the breeze today. Today, baby. Hey, guy. Hey, gal. It's take two. Sure. Yeah, they don't know it at home, but we already did this once. Let's do it again. Why? 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 Don't... Because it's technical difficulties. This this is a slice of life. I don't want this a slice podcast. of life. No, no, no. This is a this podcast. This is a slice of life. You're it's a me, slice it's of you. my ass. Yeah, you wish. What's you going wish on with there you? There was a slice of me in your ass. You'd have a better ass. Yeah, What's happening? What's happening with me? I picked a hell of a time to get into crypto. <laughs> you sure did. This market is tanking. It sure is. I decided to get into crypto. I bought $37 worth of Bitcoin, and then the Fed decided to raise interest rates, and now I have $27 worth. You sure do. What What, what are you going to do? It's an, it's, the old, it's the adage of it's it's incredibly volatile, they that say, Bitcoin. They say buy the dip. Buy the dip. It dips, you buy. Yeah. Did you buy after it dipped? No. I bought, then it dipped. And then I was like, fuck this. Yeah. But I'm holding, I'm huddling, I'm holding on for dear life. Is our dear friend Kevin Michael Martin says, it's not about timing the market. It's about your time in the market. Right. Dollar cost averaging. Yeah, that's another thing, but that's yeah, not what no, it is. No, that's the that's essentially the, that's, yes, that's what it is. Yes. You, you buy, you buy, you buy, you buy, you buy. It buy. does this, it does this, it does this, it does this. But eventually, but inevitably, you're betting on America to thrive. Not if you're buying Bitcoin. Not you're, if you're buying you're Bitcoin. You're betting the dollar's going to collapse. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other. That's the whole argument. It's a, it's the new gold. Oh yeah. What's your thoughts on crypto? Real quick, real quick, crypto talk. Crypto volatile for me. Too volatile for me. Too volatile. I'm you're in, in you're I, out. I, I limp in. I'm in very minimally. Min- in very minimally. What is minimally? I'm in a little bit here, a little bit there on Bitcoin, on Ethereum, uh, on whatever you, coin I think is going to pop. Are soon. you in the dozens of dollars? Are you in the hundreds or thousands? In the hundreds of, the of dollars. What in are you investing? I'm in the millions of dollars. Yeah, that's why Just I'm in this fucking millions. hole right here talking to you. <laughs> Listen, well, that's probably why because the market crashed. Yeah, this that's is why. all we could I lost. I lost my millions of dollars of Bitcoin because of the because of the market crash. No, yeah. I I limped in late, so I limped in. Uh-huh. Everyone who's I was the guy who got in around forty thousand at, at Bitcoin, and uh-huh. then it popped up to sixty thousand. I and was like, oh, and you held, and I held. Uh-huh. I should have gone and then invested in my in my other ETFs and things that are a little more less volatile, or or the kids' college fund, or the five twenty nine. Yeah, the five twenty nine. Yeah. But hey, I didn't. Listen, they're saying it's going to go up to hundred k. They've been saying that for years. Yeah, and it's been years, and it's listen. It was. This is the biggest mistake I ever made in my life. When uh-huh. I first moved to Los Angeles, California, okay? Matt Smith. You remember Matt Smith? How could I forget? There's 72 Matt Smiths in the United States at this current time, so you won't know which one I'm talking about. Only Matt 72? That, well, you think I, there's only 72 listen, Matt I'm Smiths? Lo- maybe I'm lowballing. You might be lowballing. But I was at a Christmas party, and Matt Smith brought me up to his bedroom, and he was showing me his his arrangement, his room, his The things. year was when? It had to be 2013 Yes, yes. And... Bitcoin, I think, was around five ten dollars a Bitcoin at yep. the time. Yep. And I said to Matt Smith, I said, "Hey, Matt Smith, should I buy some Bitcoin?" 
this man has been invested in Bitcoin since we knew we've known he's him been since mining. 2007. He's been mining. He's been mining on his Game Boy Plus. As I mean, far as we know, as f- that's all the computing power you needed back then was a Game Boy Plus, and you could mine Bitcoin. These days, you need the whole uh, economy of El Salvador to mine <laughs> one Bitcoin. <laughs> what I'm saying, I think times have changed. But my point is this: I said, Matt Smith, Matt Smith, guy, guy, my guy, Matt Smith. Should I buy some Bitcoin? He said, you know, I'm buying it. But I can't advise you to buy it. You know why? He's a responsible guy. He said, I'm not a financial advisor. I should have taken the bet. Turns out, you should have taken the bet. I should have taken the bet. We yeah. would not be in the studio. No, we wouldn't. We, we, would be, we would be buying out Joe Rogan's studio. Yeah. At this point. yeah, it seems like he's on his way out. We could own Spotify. Now that we've lost half our audience with this crypto talk, yeah. what's going on with me? Well, thanks for asking. <laughs> well, now that you bring it up, how's it going, guy? <laughs> Uh, I reconnected with a uh, with an old college. I wouldn't call him a friend, a college acquaintance who college was in our department. I no, I haven't talked to him in thirteen years. Where did you meet this college acquaintance? Where did I meet this college acquaintance? <laughs> I met him at college. Oh, okay. So we talked on the Zoom last night uh-huh. about, about about a play that he's doing. And you know what? It got me thinking. Huh? I recently, I'm very into people who I didn't think I'd be into. I'm more intrigued by people who, at one point, were one way. And I'm curious to see how they've become over a decade plus of time. You're more into the journey, not the destination. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. That's we're, respectable. We're all incredibly fucked up human. Not that he was an incredibly fucked up human Speak being. Speak for yourself, guy, but go on. We're all incredibly fucked up human beings in our own ways. Okay. And over time, you start to figure out how to enjoy that fucked upness. But at the time when you're in college, you're probably not you're probably not enjoying it too much. So it's always interesting to see where people where the trajectory of a man, you know, So what, what turns is the out. trajectory now? Are, are we doing better? Are, are we feeling fine? It seems like he's Are really... we volunteering at the local animal shelter? What's happening? I didn't, I didn't dive into his, his uh, philanthropic prowesses, but, you know, uh-huh. I did talk to him about a whole slew of things. He seems like he's really comfortable with himself, doing really well, writing good stuff. And it was fascinating to reconnect, but that's always fascinating to me. It's not like I see the only people I talk to these days are you and my son who can't talk back to me. So talking to people who I haven't talked to in a while, talking about my life also and realizing, oh, everything's actually not so bad. Even though I talk to you, I also have a pretty decent life. Yeah, if you only talk to me, then that would be bad. Yeah, same Especially since you have a wife. I do, I talk to her. Imagine you just talked in like grunts and groans to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> it is more or less that at this point. Yeah. 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 yeah I'll make yeah. this. Great. Yeah. It's that's pretty much it. Yeah. We talk about eggs. We talk about shitting. We talk about going to bed. And we talked about his bedtime. Listen, to be honest, as somebody who's single in my mid thirties, almost mid thirties, early thirties, approaching mid thirties, I would love that. That's marriage. Just t- somebody to talk to about shitting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I gotta go. You gotta go? No. All right, I'll go. Oh, yeah. More often than not, you're on the same shitting schedule and you gotta figure out who has to go in. You're on, you, oh, so you're like two females ovulating, but your partner's shitting. We eat all the same meals. We're eating the same food. Right. The timing is on point. It's all on point. Yeah. For I the mean, most part. Listen. I'm sure has, she's thrilled that we're talking about this. <laughs> who has the faster digestive tract? Like, if you had to, like, eat a meal at the same time, who's reaching the finish line first? That's anyway, what I it's great to connect with other people. <laughs> and <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just think. 
It's fascinating. It's a fascinating <laughs> endeavor, don't you? Have yeah. you talked to anybody from your past recently who you don't talk to in a while, or somebody who you were an acquaintance with who then popped up on your feed and you're like, I wonder how that guy's doing? Oh, he was in my in that show at one time. Oh, he was in my math class in fifth grade. How's he doing? Absolutely not. I don't even talk to the people I know now. I'm done. I don't need people. This is what COVID has taught me. This is the thing I've learned from COVID. Fuck them all. <laughs> Fuck them all. Okay. I'll say unto you huh? that the biggest thing that COVID has taught me is that you absolutely need to connect with people. People are hermiting and it's a problem. It's a real problem. People are disease ridden uh, puss bags. That's what I've learned. <laughs> I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody no more. Disease ridden yeah, I just need to sit here with my Hulu and watching my Pam and Tommy. Speaking of which, let's talk about Pam and Tommy. Oh, what a show. Good stuff. What a show. Good stuff. I got to say. Lots of fun. Sh- if this show does not win best makeup. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't care about any other car- category. This show is incredible. Like, Listen, oh, what's her name? Lily, Lily James? Lily James. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sh- body shaming nobody. She's a beautiful woman. Oh, Lily Absolutely. James. But proportionally, she is not the same as uh, Pamela Anderson. No, Pamela Anderson was a buxom lady. She also, yeah. I believe, had fake boobies, no? Definitely. Actually, now that I think about it, they both have fake boobies. Pamela Anderson in real life, Lily James in the show. Oh. There's so much nudity in the show. So much. If there's one reason to watch the show, it's the nudity. Lots of nudity. But Also the music. We'll get back to that. Yeah, good music. Oh my God, the best. The best, the best. But... um. Lily James, let me ask you this. Considering this whole part is prosthetic, is she technically nude in the show? That's an interesting question. I gotta know. I mean, I suppose yes, because on the day she's gotta be, she's technically naked. Well, on in makeup, yes. In the trailer, yes. Her vagine well, is also probably out, out to sea as well. No, no, no. They, they, usually, they always put a little sticky pad. Yeah, Listen, but I'm saying when during simulated sex, it's never I actually. Oh, I know. There's no penetration. This especially isn't during this era, hardcore porn. What was that? What was that movie that where there was actual penetration with Shia LaBeouf? Nymphomaniac. Nymphomaniac. Parts one and two. They even made a two because they were. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, they're actually penetrating." Yeah. Insane. It was wild. But I digress. But uh, yeah, I get you. No, I, I, I guess but that's my question. Like, is she even cold on set? Considering all, like, she's wearing like a vest. Potentially, potentially. Yeah. She's probably a little cold. And listen, she's not the only character who's nude with the prosthetic. No. What's his name? Sebastian Stan? Sebastian Stan's got a giant, throbbing, Tommy Lee-sized prosthetic schlong we, yeah, going on. Yeah, we don't on. know if he's actually throbbing. He could very well be. But this thing, this snake he's got... is hilarious. It's insane. It's, it's hilarious. A, it's just a serpent swimming around. <laughs> it's fantastic. There's even a whole scene in the third, second or third, I think it's the second episode. Yeah, spoiler episode. alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. If you want to see a talking penis, <laughs> watch Pam and Tommy. Watch Pam and Tommy. <laughs> you know who voices that talking penis? I thought it was Will Nar- I thought it was Will Arnett, like upon first gl- uh, glimpse, glance. That is, you would be wrong. Would I be? Well, Tommy Lee is a very, like, bro-y dude, so they got a bro-y voice to, to match it, uh-huh. and it's Jason Manzukis. Are you shitting Voicing me? a penis. Let me ask you a question. As a serious actor, would you ever voice a penis? 100%. Yeah? Would you? How would you... Give me your penis voice. Like, if you... Now, now you're in character. <laughs> Who's... Okay. <laughs> you're my penis. I'm your penis? You're my penis. We just took a tinkle. All right? Maybe there was a burning sensation. 
Talk to me about it. Hey, Talk to me. what's going on? What did you eat today over here? A little too much Chipotle over here, huh? Listen, guy, just just do your job and get back to work. I'm doing my job. Do yours. Eat something a little healthier. Huh? That's your penis. That's my penis. That's your penis. And I, I love your the fact that I f- now know how you imagine my penis to sound. Your penis is a 55 to 75-year-old Italian man sitting yeah. outside of a deli. Absolutely. Yeah, that actually makes sense. I know. There's enough gabagool coming out of there for both of us. A hundred percent. Yeah. Check out Pam and Tommy. I gave it three balls and one giant throbbing schlong. And the music's not bad either. We got breaking news. Oh, good. You know me, I'm a big fan of the NBA. Yes, you are. I don't give a flying fuck about football. Go Rams. Go Rams. By the way, they either won just this past Sunday or they didn't. We'll find out. Well, we already know because it's coming know. out after that. Right. So good for the Rams. Also good for the Bengals. Yeah, we're the Back to the Future 2 of podcasts. Go on. Yeah, except we're in back in time. Think about anyway, it. Shaq, Shaq, last night on TNT <laughs> during the broadcast, oh, yeah? for whatever freaking reason, mm-hmm. I don't know, he showed off his nasty feet again. Pull this up, Jimmy. Pull it up on the screen over here. Thanks, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) That's not ash. That's dry skin. What is happening here? What is... Oh, my goodness. This looks like a sperm whale. His feet look like the face of a sperm whale. There are several things at play here. He's got nine fungi toes, from what I can count. One, his toenails are very unkempt. Two, his second toe is four inches above his big toe. It's it's like his feet have been bound and gagged for the last 20 years. Yeah, his feet would do a tremendous job of the play Elephant Man. I don't get it. Listen, you're a multimillionaire. Here's what I do get. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a very he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He was and, on his feet for years and years and years. And the gravity is pulling yes. down towards the Absolutely. feet. Absolutely. So if, if Shaq's going to have one fucked up part of his body. It's his knees and his feet. It's going to be his knees and his feet. Yes. But get a pedicure guy. From what I understand, he had uh, he had really fucked up knees as well. Yeah, get a, get, you should have daily pedicures. Daily. There should be a woman or a man underneath that table on NBA uh, TNT, uh, NBA on TNT, just constantly working his feet. Listen, this is what Shaq said when the, the panel came to him. They sa- he said, that's not ash. That's dry feet. My friend, I'm not looking at the dry skin. I'm looking at your toenails. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going Give me on. the excuse for the toenails. Both ways, it doesn't make sense. Use the money you make from all your general commercials solely to fund your feet. He's the Dr. Schultz guy, isn't he? He's an everything guy. He has his own line of shoes, doesn't what I, he? What, the biggest thing that I respect about Shaq yeah. is that if you pay him the price that he's worth, he'll do it. He'll be on the General, he'll be on a pizza commercial, he'll be on a CarMax commercial, he'll be on an Amex commercial, he'll be on anything you pay him to do. It's I think it's genius. Generational wealth is what he's building. He's building generational wealth. He's been on the general commercials for a decade. Yeah, he's shilling subpar insurance, but he can't get a fucking pedicure. And the great thing about the general, side note, is that they'll pay for Shaq, but they won't pay to get better animation of the general. It's been the same general for a decade plus. (laughs) He looks like a Looney Tunes cartoon. It's ridiculous. Great mustache, though. Back to Shaq's feet, though. My God, he's got to work that out. That's not good. It's not good. Terrible. What else we got going on? Next thing coming across the wire here. We got a nun. 
Oh. A gambling nun. You ever hear of this? A gambling nun? No, I haven't, can't say I have. There's a woman, 80-year-old nun. She uh-huh. told the judge, I have sinned after stealing $835,000 for her gambling habit. Wow. She skimmed off the top for her gambling habit she at the elementary school she worked at. From a Los Angeles elementary school to support her gambling habit. An 80-year-old nun? You know what? How long has this been going on? Let's get into the mind of this nun a little bit. All right. You're a nun. You're, you're a nun. You're a nun. You're a nun. You haven't had any kind of uh, satisfaction, so to speak. For how many years was she a nun? She was a nun for over 60 nun. years. 62 years as a nun. 62-year-old. Uh, no, 80-year-old 80 80-year-old nun. So she became a nun at 18. Yeah. That's either the... Listen, that's the time you're going to decide I'm going to be a nun or not. Right. 18. So, so <laughs> let's say... Let's say she didn't have intercourse for argument's sake ever. Uh, ever. Nothing exciting has happened in her life in terms of doing anything risque. Yeah, the only person she loves is Jesus. 62 years of working at a school, toiling away, praying toiling, to Jesus, toiling. probably funneling herself with a cross. Sorry for those who are Christian, but it, it's, it's probably the truth. What can you do? 62 years go by. Yeah. You're 80 years old. You probably got... Eh, low end two years, high end fifteen you need some left. You need guy. something going on in your you life need to live a little. You think, especially after COVID. And man, I have no money. I spent sixty-two years praying to Jesus. He didn't send me anything. Absolutely nothing. So what are you gonna do? I'm gonna fucking rob an elementary school. You're gonna go to Vegas. Eight hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. You're gonna head to Shumash Casino. Yes, you are. You're gonna you're gonna go out to uh, you know Agua Caliente. Absolutely. You're gonna do a little of this, a little of that. I don't condone the act, but I completely understand the logic. Here's the beauty of the whole thing. Here's the because she's a Christian nun, as opposed to you know a Muslim nun. Right. She said, "I have sinned. I have broken the law." She asks for forgiveness. All is fine. She's good. She's good to go. She's good. Everyone, like, I'm Jewish, and I absolutely wish there was a confessional booth. I would love to start a Jewish confessional booth. I think I'd make millions. Yeah. No, that's actually a smart idea. I think so. We'll open up a nonprofit. Yeah. And we'll funnel all into chafe and cheese, and that's it. That's it. No one will ever catch us. We'll upgrade the studio a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Well, tax-free. Works for me. Can't do any wrong. Anyway, moving on. Something else coming across the wire here. Uh-huh. We got a home intruder. Oh, good. Everybody loves a good home intruder story. There's a home intruder. This it's... home intruder was either from Florida or New Mexico. You're pretty good. There was a home intruder in New Mexico. He was oh. armed with an AR-15. He took a bath. He ate shrimp. He drank beer. But he left a $200 tip and apologized when he was disturbed. So the homeowners came home. That's insane. They found a man in the bath with a shrimp cocktail and a can of Coors, and they said, what the hell, guy? And he said, here's two Benjis. Thanks, I'm out. That's insane. What is going on? Truly insane. You know what? If you're going to have someone invade your home, wouldn't you want this guy to be the guy? Listen, of all the things that can happen during a home invasion, if you leave me $200 in the nightstand, I might forgive you. Especially if all you're eating is shrimp cocktail using my soap and drinking my beer. Yeah. He left way more than he took. It depends on the co- on the amount of shrimp cocktail he had, Unless he kicked in the door. If he kicked in the door, that door is probably a couple hundred dollars. After breaking in through a window. So he broke in through a window. He broke a window. That's $75. So he's ballparking here. He's ballparking. He left a little gratuity. Good for Wouldn't him. Wouldn't you for the service? Yeah. You, if, I took, if I was able to take a bubble bath 
and have some beer and have a nice you know seafood appetizer. Not bad. I'm leaving a little tip. The biggest question I have is, was this shrimp cooked or was did he actually eat just shrimp cocktail? Nobody knows, huh? This guy sounds like a classy guy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Maybe he had some cocktail sauce to go with it. Yeah, he found Maybe some. Maybe he, he spritzed a little lemon. Yeah, he brought a lemon with him for sure. You for think sure, so? From his garden. Yeah, absolutely. There was a, it's New Mexico. There was probably a lemon tree in the backyard. Absolutely. Must have been. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We did it. We did. Look at us, guy. Another trip around the sun. One three hundred sixty-fifth. yes. Well, it's another trip for me. My birthday's on Friday. Oh, mazel tov. Thank you. Happy pre-birthday. Thank you. Happy pre, happy post. What do you want for your birthday? Just tell me. Just tell me now. I don't like to guess. I don't just need anything me. from you. I don't need anything from you, but I, we do I need can't stuff afford from anything. them. Yeah? I'll take a gift from you. You know what you should do? What should we do? Help me out. Help him out. Like, subscribe, comment on YouTube, help the algae rhythm. Do it. Yes. Do it for this guy. Yes, leave a comment on this month. Yeah, look at this. Put him. Leave a comment on Spotify. Leave a comment on Apple. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. It doesn't follow, matter. Follow, follow, follow the yellow big road. It doesn't matter what you say. You could say we look worse than Shaq's feet. I don't care. We don't care. Just do what you gotta do. Absolutely. Until then. Good night. Good luck. Good evening. Good day. Good morning.